St. Leo 360, a 360 degree overview of the St. Leo University community. Hello and welcome to another episode of the St. Leo 360 podcast. As usual, this is your host, Greg Lindbergh. Here on this episode of the podcast, we are speaking about several of our undergraduate business degree programs here at St. Leo University. And to help us do so, uh, we have a great guest by the name of Dr. Tim Lauder. And Dr. Lauder is an associate professor of management in the Tapia College of Business here at St. Leo University. Dr. Lauder, welcome. Thank you. How are you doing, Greg? I'm doing well, doing well. Really looking forward to this conversation. Glad we were finally able to connect. Yes, sir. Been tough, but, you know, we all try to uh, ensure that we make, uh, that our audience understands, you know, what's going on here at St. Leo. Absolutely. Yep. A lot of good, good information to get into here. Uh, so first off, Dr. Lauder, just give us a brief bio of yourself, your background, uh, both personally and professionally, and whatever you'd like to share to start off. Well, I graduated from uh, a high school uh, in uh, Stanley County, North Carolina, of all places, uh, a place called Albemarle. Uh, I like people to think uh, I was born uh, in the Albemarle Sound, which is a beautiful coastal area, but no, I was born in the center of North Carolina. And, uh, you know, it was kind of a, a you know, normal uh, U.S. city. Uh, I grew up uh, uh, in the 60s and 70s. So, you know, I had a lot to watch on TV uh, when we finally got one. Uh, and uh, it was it was a very uh, emotional uh, decade during uh, the 70s. And uh, I learned a lot. Uh, graduated from high school in 75, uh, started uh, at Stanley Community College, which was a nice little college uh, uh, in Albemarle. And uh, I attained my AA there, my associate's degree, and then uh, decided I wanted to go on and pursue uh, education beyond the associate's degree level. Uh, the AA was uh, in business administration. And uh, then I enrolled in a university called Pfeiffer. Uh, it's a small private uh, uh, university. Uh, it uh, is also uh, close to where I live. So it wasn't that big of a move. I hadn't really moved outside the area yet, uh, but I attended Pfeiffer. I really enjoyed it there. Uh, I ended up getting my Bachelor of Science degrees in both uh, uh, economics and business administration. So I, I did get two degrees there. Um, I, I really, really felt that, you know, education was the key to success uh, in the future business world. Uh, because I had worked the whole time that I was in college, you know, I'd worked at restaurants, uh, uh, I had worked in retail, all kinds of uh, jobs to supplement, you know, my, my college income. And uh, so I was, you know, really becoming f familiar with, with the business world. Uh, I'd stepped up uh, to assistant manager in one job of a restaurant uh, before I actually graduated uh, from uh, Pfeiffer. And uh, when I graduated, they offered me a job at the dining hall. Uh, so I took that and worked. Uh, I learned how to uh, 
to cook what you might call big scale, uh, which was fun. I enjoyed that job. Uh, but again, I wanted to move. I wanted to do new things. So I decided to move to South Florida. And so I moved to South Florida and uh, spent about 10 or 12 years down here. And I loved it. I initially, uh, 10 years, I didn't do much uh, academically. But uh, after 10 years, I did enroll uh, at the University of South Florida in their MBA program and, and uh, did a little round with that for three or four years at, while working in banking. And uh, I decided to commit full time uh, to my MBA and finish it up real quick. So I transferred to Winthrop University, which is up near Charlotte, North Carolina. It's in Rock Hill. And I uh, graduated from there in 92 with my MBA. I was uh, top 20 percent of my class, which was rewarding. Uh, and then another 10 years go by. I move uh, in the interim, I moved back to South Carolina to teach and, and run a small business development center. Uh, I do that for about 10 years. And then I decide at the age of 40 to get my PhD. And uh, I enrolled in Capella University, which was a very good choice. And it took me three years. Uh, I did it in record time, uh, and that is while working. Uh, and it is during this period that I got my job at St. Leo University. And uh, I, I finished my PhD uh, within my first year here at St. Leo. And it's just been a, a blessing uh, for me since to be a member of the community here and to uh, share the core values that, that St. Leo has. So. Uh, Greg, I can only say that it's 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 just been uh, incremental, but it has been uh, almost directed that I end up here uh, because uh, I, I've never worked at any university long, uh, or, or job for that matter longer than I worked at St. Leo because I've never felt comfortable uh, at a uh, business. And St. Leo is a business and, and we have to operate like one. So insofar as my bio, that's uh, pretty brief and uh, as best as I can give it because, I, you know, I did a lot over a long period. Sure, sure. And then so how long have you been with St. Leo now? 15 years. Wow. Wonderful. And unfortunately, this will be my last year. I'm retiring at the end of uh, spring semester. Oh, wow. Hey, congratulations. Well, thank you for that. I'm looking forward to retirement. Absolutely. And thank you for all your, your service to the university over all this time. So in terms of the Tapia College of Business, um, obviously we've had this college for many years. It's got a great reputation. And let's just start off uh, this discussion, just your perspective on the college and, you know, its, its reputation and, and just kind of in general terms, how you would describe uh, this college. Well, there's a couple things, Greg, that are interesting uh, that I recalled uh, when I was thinking about this. Uh, and and the, fir the first one is the parking issue uh, that we had, and we still have parking issues, but not as bad, I promise, as we did back in the day. Uh, and, uh, you know, at that time, uh, we, we also had an office issue. So those were the two issues, office issue and parking issue. And uh, we were really in a state uh, of flux as far as, you know, how we were going to make it through this with enrollment increasing uh, at such high levels. Uh, and we, we truly had a vision of, of how to fix it, but that vision took time. 
So thank God that the community, uh, you know, has patience and, and we, we were able to survive through it. I can remember my first office uh, was in the library in one of the uh, little rooms off to the side. Hmm. That was my first office over there. I, I must mention that I started out uh, working as the uh, lead uh, liaison for uh, Key West and Corpus Christi. What a tough job, right? To be the lead liaison fa faculty member. So, and Corpus Christi is a lovely city too. So I got to go there every month or so. So, I mean, I really enjoyed my tenure, but it, I didn't do that long because I wanted to uh, be on campus. And so I got transferred to campus and then I, I had the uh, library office for several months, but it wasn't long. And then I got transferred uh, to St. Francis Hall and I had a nice office over there. Uh, and I'm thankful for that. But this was during the time that the Tapia School of Business was building, being built. I can remember um, a lot about what was going on then. And we were really focused on growth and, and focused on developing good, solid programs that met the requirements of businesses, not only in our local community, but in country here in the U.S., but globally also, because we have a lot of international students. And that's a good thing because it adds diversity to our university, adds a lot of new knowledge to our university. And also it adds to our culture and enhances the culture of our university by bringing and having lots of different types of people uh, working together toward common goals, which is the attainment of uh, their degrees. Absolutely. And so th that's a beautiful thing. But it, then we look at those two issues, Greg, the uh, uh, the parking, you know, uh, and the offices. And then all of a sudden, everything starts smoothing out a little bit. And that's because of the leadership. Dr. Kirk was the president at the time. And uh, we, we, you know, he had a clear vision of where he wanted to go and how we were going to get there. And he he was steadfast in in his uh, efforts. And uh, sure. yeah, yeah, we we exceeded guy, uh, you know, what what our uh, construction goals were. We we met lead requirements, which uh, means that we were uh, doing uh, uh, sustainability. We were addressing sustainability issues during the construction, uh, and having even doing that, meaning that all the waste was reused uh, that could be reused, uh, you know, didn't slow us down. That's a, that's really perseverance and commitment right there. And so things went really well, uh, very smoothly. Uh, we moved into the School of Business over here. Uh, and by that time, I did, had accepted the department chair position. So uh, that was fun. I got to start out in the new building as a department chair. And then we just rocketed from there. You know, we, we, we developed uh, in our particular uh, department. Uh, we developed the project management and supply chain management uh, within two to three years of, of being in here. And uh, those, those went over really well. And we also added a lot of specializations within our programs uh, at the uh, business administration level to meet the needs of all of our centers. You know, it's critical that, and when you were as big as St. Leo, uh, at that time, uh, it's critical that you have communication and engagement 
not only on university campus where we're building the Tapia School of Business, we have to also uh, be focused on developing the technologies at all of our education centers, which we had a lot at that time. And then, uh, you know, it came together, Greg. It just like uh, when the program started working, we all bought into the culture. We all bought into the leadership. And, and that's critical. And so that's that's what got us through is steadfast leadership and and a commitment to excellence uh, that we always have. Absolutely. I, I appreciate that history. And, you know, it sounds like it's been quite an effort and it's it's really paid off in the end here. Yeah, it has. Um, I think that the key is uh, a lot is our processes. We, we've really in the past been good on our processes, meaning that you know, if something's wrong, we, we, we do feedback loops and, and we fix it. Uh, and we have that process where we have to go through, uh, you know, the academic uh, committee for every change in our curriculum, those kinds of things. And so, you know, our curriculum gets reviewed multiple times uh, before it, it, it's even uh, approved, uh, which it has to be approved by the entire faculty in the department, uh, actually the school, uh, before degree changes can be made. So if there are issues that someone sees or has any uh, questions about, uh, there is plenty of opportunity to address those in our processes that we use to create curriculum. All right, so let's go ahead and dive into some of the specific uh, undergrad programs in terms of business. And uh, let's begin with the Associate of Arts in Business Administration. And uh, so first off, where exactly is this AA program offered? Well, the AA is offered uh, online uh, and at education centers. The, uh, uh, the specific education centers that the AA in Business Administration is offered uh, are the uh, East Pasco Education Center at University Campus, the Key West Education Center, the Mayport Education Office, Ocala Education Center, Tampa Education Center, Savannah Education Center, Charleston Education Center, and last but not least, the Corpus Christi Education Center. Wow, so definitely a lot of options in terms of locations there. Yes, sir. Excellent. And then let's talk about uh, who this program is intended for, what kind of prospective students uh, would you say are ideal for this AA program? Well, the AA program is great for students who are not sure uh, that they want to attain a higher level degree. Uh, the great thing about the AA is that it is very concentrated. Uh, you don't have a lot of courses in the AA curriculum that's required uh, that are non-business uh, related, okay? Uh, so the AA is a concentration of business courses. It's great for students who want to enhance their business skills, uh, who are currently working for an organization that might pay for tuition. Uh, and it allows students to take a quick program, uh, like I said earlier, for students to determine if they enjoy you know, uh, learning, lifelong learning, which uh, I love. Uh, and uh, if they enjoy lifelong learning and they want to go further toward uh, a BA, uh, that would be a good uh, decision that they can make as a result of uh, you know, attaining an AA degree. 
Uh, it would also enhance their, their specific business skills uh, related to the jobs they do out uh, in the business environment. Because uh, the courses uh, are, are designed around specific uh, skills and abilities that business owners need uh, in today's business environment. Gotcha. Very interesting. Now, some of the courses you might take uh, would be like Management 301, uh, Marketing 301, courses that introduce you to business, uh, introduce you to marketing. Uh, you will get a good depth, a good background uh, of what it means to be in management, what a manager is, how management functions and performs uh, at higher levels. See, they may just be frontline employees and they don't understand how uh, frontline supervisors or directors or VPs, they might understand how those other functional areas uh, uh, you know, perform. And so Management 301 allows them to get a, a big vision of what a company is and how management controls that company and plans and directs uh, the resources and then applies them to, you know, to what needs to be done. Sure, I see. And then in terms of the faculty who teach in this AA program, let's talk about the faculty. Well, St. Leo always, you know, we have a large number, you know, top certified uh, people, meaning they have their DBA or their PhD. You can be sure that most, many of the classes, I, I won't say most in the AA, but many of the classes uh, will be covered by PhDs or DBAs, people who are specialists in their field. Uh, the remainder will be taught by people who are MBAs, uh, who are masters in their field, who are qualified to teach uh, according to, uh, you know, our creditors. Now, always keep in mind that St. Leo is fully committed to ensuring that we meet uh, the requirements of our creditors, meaning that uh, if a university is not accredited, you don't want to attend it. Period. Yes, you must check the accreditation of a university and ensure that it's accredited. Uh, and there are several accreditors that uh, uh, you can look into. Uh, they're regional accreditors uh, that are done by the Florida Department of Education. I mean, the U.S. Department of Education. They're all monitored. So uh, it, it's a rigid process. This is not the kind of process that anybody enjoys, I assure you. But uh, what it entails is uh, them coming in and auditing everything we do, essentially. Look at our graduation rates. Look at our number of PhDs to classes. Look at our number. Uh, look at uh, the qualifications of our PhDs. Make sure they all come from accredited degree programs, which obviously that's something we check before we hire someone, uh, whether they have a master's or a PhD or a DBA. We, they must come from an accredited university uh, because we are accredited. And uh, that, that assures our customers that they are getting top-notch, top-quality uh, curriculum, faculty, uh, and programs that are designed uh, around uh, enhancing their abilities and skills to, in a modern business world. The key, I think, is... Uh, synergy and integration, all right? The accreditation is just one part of us, St. Leo. Uh, and then there's all the other things. There's the faculty, there's the 
students, which are in the center, uh, and and parents, um, depending upon you know uh, how much access we have to them because of uh, uh, the privacy laws. You know, we can't talk to parents without the student's permission and et cetera. So, uh, but, but parents are still very, very critical. Uh, and also uh, all the other stakeholders we take seriously, just like I mentioned earlier with the LEAD program and, and us trying to focus on sustainability. That's the community, that's a stakeholder for us. We try to make all of our decisions uh, that uh, would benefit create win-win situations with the community uh, and the university. And, and to do that, we, we reach out a lot. And accreditation makes us reach out. We have to do annual reviews of all of our curriculum, all of our programs. Uh, and in that review, uh, we have to break down every aspect of it and analyze it to make sure it's, uh, it's both effective and efficient and that we're doing a good job for our customers, which uh, are our students. But we also have businesses. Businesses, to some degree, are also our customers. We provide resources to them. You know, therefore, I mean, we're obligated to a lot of people here at St. Leo, and that's why we do strive so hard uh, to attain uh, the image that, that we have. Uh, I'm proud that people respect us. Uh, I've worked hard to maintain that image throughout my 15 years here, and I know my other colleagues have worked hard, the ones I work with, uh, uh, insofar as whether they're master's degrees or PhDs or DBAs, they all have worked extremely hard. But what I've seen is a lot of people who get their MBA, they want to teach after that. And so the, you, you can't always hard, you know, get teaching jobs with an MBA. Uh, but once you get your PhD or DBA, then you're, you're more apt to be able to get a teaching job. So I see a lot of people go from master's to DBA or PhD uh, pretty quickly. Uh, but the two year to the four year, uh, I don't know if the conversion rate is as high uh, as from, you know, I mean, from master's to PhD. Uh, but I do see rates similar from AA to master's, I mean, to bachelor's and then bachelor's to master's. I mean, it's just from my contacts with students. Now, uh, that's antidotal, right? Antidotal evidence. So we'll just name it as that and say that's kind of what I've seen. Uh, but I do think that, that there is a good conversion rate of people who decide to go on from their associates to their bachelor's. Right. I see. All right, so let's move on from the AA program uh, to the Bachelor of Arts in Business Administration. And uh, let's first uh, start off this discussion also as far as where this program is offered. Okay, this is an interesting program. It's been designed around our centers. And so therefore, uh, this, this program is only offered uh, online in our education centers at the moment. There are several areas that you can uh, specialize in within the BA in business administration. And uh, you can get the straight BA, of course, but you can also do logistics. You can do management, marketing, project management, and technology management. Uh, those are areas that you can choose as a specialization within the BA in Business Administration that's offered online at education centers. Now, where that is offered, uh, there's a list, and uh, 
it's East Pasco Education Center at University Campus, Jacksonville Education Center, Key West Education Center, Lake City Education Center, Mayport Education Office, Ocala Education Center, Pasco Hernando Education Office, Tampa Education Center, Savannah Education Center, Columbus Air Force Base Education Center, Charleston Education Center, and Corpus Christi Education Center. So as you can see, a lot of areas within the country that offer that. Okay, so then uh, as far as uh, you know, who this, this bachelor's program is intended for, how would you describe that prospective student? These programs, some of them are fairly tough, I'll be honest with you, uh, logistics and, and uh, project management are, are tough. Uh, a lot of spreadsheets involved in project management, a lot of stuff to remember in logistics. Uh, management and marketing, they're aligned with those topics. And, and if you love them, you'll enjoy that. Uh, however, if you choose to go into logistics or uh, the uh, supply chain or project management, those are very specialized. Okay, so keep in mind that that needs to be a field or specific area that you're very interested in choosing a job because that's where the job is going to be once you come out of those programs. There's hundreds of thousands of jobs that are, are coming along now in supply chain management, which is logistics. Uh, because of the pandemic, uh, people uh, who own companies are, are concerned uh, the, you know, that, you know, how did our supply chain just crumble, you know, uh, in, in a year? Uh, and, 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 and so companies are, are a little bit uh, ill at ease insofar as their, their previous uh, supply chain management programs, the processes they had in place and those kinds of things. What that does, it opens up for new people with new thinking who can think outside the box and hopefully uh, you know, that, well, not hopefully, that's what our uh, supply chain and, and project management programs were designed to do. Make our students think outside the box, make them think uh, holistically. And uh, to go back to something I mentioned a little while ago about St. Leo and, and it's, uh, all of its stakeholders and how important they are. Uh, and then when you look at St. Leo and we try very hard to, to, to meet all those needs uh, and, and ensure that uh, we're transferring knowledge everywhere to our community, to other businesses, to our students, to our parents, so on and so forth. Uh, but in doing that, there's an old saying, uh, it's called, well, there's an old term, a German philosopher, uh, it's called Gestalt theory. Uh, Gestalt theory says that the sum of the parts does not always explain uh, the greatness of the whole. Now think about that deeply and, and what that means. Well, it means that, you know, if you put enough things together that are positive, they're going to create synergy, okay? And synergy creates greater power and greater knowledge and greater levels of knowledge. And so within all those subnodes, you know, those little shareholder, stakeholder, subnodes of our community. We've created synergy here, there, maybe here, there, here, there, here, there. So 
we are greater than the sum of our part, you know, and that to me is, is something uh, that means a lot. Uh, it means that I'm not perfect. If that's okay. When you work together and you give positive energy into an effort, man, you're going to create something that's bigger than you. Definitely very well stated. And so that's what I think our faculty have done in, uh, in, in our programs here. I think they're committed. I think uh, they're, they're, they're focused on that um, vision of, of creating something bigger than ourselves. Right. Absolutely. And then in terms of this, the business administration program, any specific courses you want to point out? Yeah. Um, well, I would like to also mention, uh, I did say that management and marketing uh, uh, are more general. Tech management is an area that uh, is uh, only offered at education centers. Uh, and it was designed for people coming out of the military, I believe, to help them. Uh, it was about uh, particularly people who were involved in technology in the military. And, and the technology management component uh, is designed to help people better understand all uh, the various uh, aspects of technology and business uh, today. So it's very specific, but general enough to not you know limit you to a specific career uh, in fact if you took the tech management uh, bachelor's in business administration uh, it would qualify you across uh, many areas within information technology so you're not not that limited uh, like uh, insofar as a project management person who is involved in information technology uh, but project management, yeah, it's its own area. You know, it's its own job. You are a project manager. Um, and uh, either you follow, you know, you, you perform in projects or you lead projects. Uh, supply chain management is more of a management role where you're involved in uh, executive management and perhaps operations management. Okay, that would be where I would see supply chain managers within the production and operations management of the company. And so did I tell you, uh, I told you where the BA and business administration of various centers were offered uh, already. All right, so just keep in mind that um, these uh, five, these are specializations, uh, only are offered at, uh, online in education centers. Okay, that's, that's the key to remember. That's under the BA and business administration. Appreciate you clarifying that. I just want to make sure that, you know, because so many people get confused with this and, and I want to make sure that just like with my class, I always, I always tell them at the beginning of class, I know you're going to be bored for five minutes, but I'm going to repeat everything uh, uh, briefly that we, you know, that's due and, and, and what's coming due. So I try to stay on the same page with my students every day. And uh, I think it's important when we're talking about, you know, these uh, majors that uh, we ensure we're on the same page because we don't want our customers to get confused. Absolutely. Yep. And the fact is we have, you know, several modalities and a number of locations, as you've mentioned, and it can be overwhelming, you know, at first. But when you really break it down, it's it's more uh, understandable. All right, so let's uh, close out here with uh, a little discussion on the Bachelor of Arts in Management. And I know people think, you know, business administration, management, they hear those terms and they think they're very similar, uh, but these are definitely distinct programs. Absolutely. 
Uh, business administration is uh, along the lines of learning how uh, to uh, how a business operates. It's about the administration of a business, hence business administration. Uh, and it focuses on all the aspects of a businesses uh, and, and its daily operations, but it doesn't get into uh, as much, nearly as much about decision-making, okay? And so the BA in management is more aligned with what management has to do and, and the decision-making that, that uh, management must perform on a daily basis and the tools and techniques that are available for them to make those decisions. And that's where this degree program differs uh, than the administration aspect of, of a business. They do cover some decision-making. I'm not gonna say that business administration doesn't, of course it has to, uh, because decisions are made, but it doesn't go into the detail and focus on management level decision-making, which includes VPs, CEOs, um, any executives, how the board of directors influences the organizations and their, you know, their decisions uh, when they're asked upon uh, the chief executive officer. Uh, and then the president, and then the various VPs. So that's the focus uh, of this program. And all right, you get a job as uh, a director. All right, what 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 you know? What tools do you have available? How do you understand uh, the people? It talks a lot about culture. The management degree deals a lot with culture. Almost every uh, other course, I'd say every other course has something in it about culture and understanding culture and trying to manage culture uh, within your organization. And culture is nothing uh, but the sum total of all the values, the beliefs, uh, the way people think. It might be traditions that are held uh, that are shared between the employees. Every organization has a shared culture. And so the management program uh, the BA in management focuses on learning how to shape, manage that culture. And it also goes on, of course, into the hard stuff, you know, how to make financial decisions um, with finance. And uh, it goes into, you know, other areas. You get electives also you can choose within the program that might be in an area like labor relations. Okay, if you're, if you're going in a unionized company, and you know you are, you definitely want to take a course in labor relations because then you would know how management and labor look at each other or treat one another. And we can't say that's always been good. And uh, let's just say it's still nominal insofar as the relationships, but both have separate goals that somewhat conflict with one another. How do you solve that? Well, that's what labor relations teaches you. So that's what we try to teach in management. I see. And I did. I definitely wanted to mention, uh, you know, where this this BA in management is offered as well. All right, the BA in management is offered at university campus, and uh, then the BA in business administration is offered online in the education centers. I see. I see. So just strictly university campus for this management program. And uh, also, just to mention that uh, the BA and the MBA is both offered at university campus, also. But we do have our. Uh, uh, our MBA is offered uh, at the Tampa Education Center, Savannah Education Center, and Columbus Air Force Base Education Center 
and online. Yep, I appreciate you mentioning that because that's I know we do have a lot of students that that complete the bachelor's and go on to our MBA as well. Yes, we do, and and that's why I wanted to bring that on. Uh, we do have a a, a large, uh, a reasonable percentage, just like from the AA, go on to enroll in our BA. One other thing about let's go back up to the BA in business administration. Please note that there is a specialization in management. So there's where we differentiate. Uh, we At the time, we felt like, hey, we need to have courses that can offer the same thing, right? Do offer the same thing out there. And that's why we added the management under the uh, BA in business administration. Now, these are five courses that you have to take to get the specialization. And uh, they're, they're really good courses. They get you ready for the uh, real world. And just to kind of put a bow on these programs, I mean, obviously, it just demonstrates the variety of, of tracks, like you've mentioned, the specializations, uh, you know, modalities, whether it's campus, online, education centers. Um, I think in general, St. Leo strives to reach as many students as possible based on their circumstances and, and needs. We have, uh, you know, if you're interested in clubs, uh, chapters, any type of organization. St. Leo has a lot of them. And, uh, I, you know, I didn't have time to get the list, but I know almost every major has its own little organization. I mean, a club. And then uh, we have some uh, clubs based on uh, national organization. We have fraternities and sororities. Uh, we have all kinds of things available where, he, you know, students can meet, get together, um, join, those kind of, you know. It's, it's just a great community that we have, uh, and it's up to the students. Uh, we don't force you to, to join clubs. Uh, you know, we don't say, hey, to, to get an ANS class, you need to join this club. No, we just look at it as you are, uh, that's something you really like. And, uh, but one thing that taking part in these clubs and chapters and organizations does for you, uh, is it fluffs up your resume. So if you don't have some fluff on your resume and fluff is things that you didn't have to do, fluff is things that you volunteered to do, uh, which makes you look, you know, bigger and better. Remember about the Gestalt theory? Well, let's hope your resume is greater than the sum of its parts. Absolutely. Very well said. And so you have to make sure you've got inclusive information where the employer is going to know that you're someone who is active and who is willing to take the extra steps to uh, participate in uh, the community. Uh, they look at the community as their organization, of course. Uh, but one thing for certain, uh, when they hire you, they're going to hire you to fit their culture and they're going to look for skills and abilities that match up to the culture in their organization. So it, it behooves you to learn about the culture at a company, at your college, at your university, wherever you are, and there's a groups of people, there's going to be a culture that develops. And you need to learn to, to assess that. In fact, I teach as a uh, in management, as a manager, the first thing I do when I take over a company is perform a cultural audit or a cultural gap audit. And, and that is to help me better understand where my employees are, okay? Right. 
And so we do things like that here at St. Leo. We ask our students, we do surveys and things like that to, to, to assess our culture and make sure that we're uh, uh, performing the services uh, that our consumers, uh, you know, of course, our students need. And uh, that's important. And that's it. But that's just management stuff. I mean, you know, good management does those kinds of things because they want to know uh, how their employees feel and where they're at uh, within their culture. Is it a positive culture or, or is it a negative culture? So clubs, chapters, organizations, they're gonna be looking for that in your on your resume if you're a student. No doubt, definitely part of being a, a well-rounded uh, candidate. Now, uh, another issue was uh, career opportunities uh, for our business programs. I, you know, our St. Leo graduates do great. Every, I, tr I keep tracks of, I've got probably a hundred that I've taught that I've kept track of and uh, every one of them are doing great. They get promotions. Um, I, it, it's just amazing I, because when they leave here, I think they do understand the importance of uh, integrating, uh, uh, you know, within the uh, operational foundations, the culture of the organization. It's very, very, very important to integrate and, uh, to send, you know, try to create synergy, win-win situations for everybody that you meet in that organization. And uh, if you can do that, then you're definitely going to be a positive contributor to that organization's culture. What does that do? Well, first of all, it makes you stand out because people believe in you. Uh, and, and it also highlights your skills and abilities for upper management. So do these things. These things you've learned, you know, do them. Um, and what you've learned in your program in management here or whether you're, whatever you're in, the logistics, uh, marketing, project management or tech management, uh, or whether you're in the AA program and, and you're learning skills there, take those skills and apply them in your workplace. Be, be a contributor to your organization. Um, all, all of them don't apply, of course, but, but when you run across tools, uh, that apply, take them to your workplace. See if the, you can integrate them into the system, into the processes. That's what's got us to where we are is processes. We've been a firm, com firmly committed to, you know, you got to go to the A, to, for, to B, to C, to D. And then once you get to D and everybody's happy, you go back to A for a final review. And then that doesn't even include implementation because implementation or execution, as it's called, in management, is a whole other scenario. And so all along that way, we at St. Leo, we focus on, on trying to correct our wrongs. We just don't send stuff through. Uh, we're we're kind of like uh, Six Sigma people. They just don't know it. You know, it's a tough routine. I think accreditation is enough, but yeah, Six Sigma to really hmm, put us out there. And I may come back and do it. Those might be famous last words, Greg. But I would say, uh, I, I will say, I'm going to kind of summarize it up because I could talk forever about St. Leo and my experiences here. Um, there are great uh, career opportunities uh, for people with business degrees. I mean, you just look up the numbers. Uh, it's there. Uh, the key uh, to you know career opportunities is looking at the various uh, types of jobs within the business field, that's where you would find the opportunities. 
in these various special areas like project management, like supply chain management, like logistics, so on and so forth. Uh, every individual area, functional area, there are functional areas across the board that are going to require lots of business management people. And uh, so the argument for getting a general degree is that you could do any of them, uh, but yeah. the specialized means that, you know, you're going after one that you know is a tremendous opportunity. And, and, and it's all here at St. Leo. We, you know, it's there for you. We guide you. I, you know, I advise on careers a lot with some of my students, my advisees who come. We talk about careers. We'll look at, we'll look up stuff. We'll, you know, that's what their advisor here at St. Leo is for, is to help them and guide them. Sure, absolutely. And uh, well, uh, you have any last questions? Yeah, I guess just one final question here. Uh, you know, we've definitely talked a lot about St. Leo in general and the faculty and kind of that, the one-on-one support, you know, like you just mentioned, advising students. Uh, just any final comments on, you know, how you've closely worked with students and just how other faculty are really there for the student? I understand. Well, you know, it, people find it weird sometimes, but I, I tell my students every day that I love them because I do. Um, I'm uh, the type of person, I'm, I'm, I'm a Christian. Uh, I follow Christ's uh, uh, walk uh, and his words. And so I try to love everyone as I love myself. And, and to do that, it, you know, it's critical for me uh, to treat others uh, with extreme respect and and that includes my students. So I respect them as I respect them set, uh, myself. And that means I'm going to give them the same level of support. Um, so if they have something, uh, you know, I have uh, dealt with personal issues with students, but normally I direct that to the correct department, uh, depending upon the type of issue. But it also remains totally confidential and private. You know, students never, nobody else ever knows. Uh, but mainly, my, my main area that I love uh, helping students in, uh, because I do love them, is their career and uh, helping them do well here at St. Leo, uh, helping them choose their courses. Uh, and in fact, I just uh, helped one student decide whether they were going to choose a, their major as a BA or a bachelor's in management, a BA management or a BA in business administration. Yeah. And, and I said, well, if I were you and I, I, uh, we're going to go on and she does plan to go on, I would just get my BA in management because it, it's much broader, it gives you more areas, you know, uh, for jobs. And then you're going on to your master's. Then it's time to talk. What do you love? And, and it, we got to the point where uh, we started and she showed me some of the things she does. She owns a business. She's only 22 and she owns a business. She creates crafts. Um, and she showed me some of this stuff. And I'm like, wow, uh, you sound like a project manager to me. And she started talking about project management and she said, yeah, that sounds just like something I love. And I'm like, well, that's what you've been doing. You know, you buy the metal for your crafts, you do, you set up your laser, you uh, uh, design your pattern that the laser is going to cut, you, you, you produce it, then you paint it and, uh, show, you know, all, all the you know, steps that would be in a typical project, right? And she was all excited when she left here about an hour ago. So that's how much, uh, you know, how, how, you know, I think most of the faculty are here. 
uh, we care about our students uh, deeply and uh, we want to hear what they're doing. Uh, that's the only way we'll ever know what their needs are. And I think that that's what we do well here is, is we, we meet the needs of our students, sometimes whether they know it or not. Sure. And I think that's such a key that, that separates St. Leo from so many schools out there, you know, is really being there for the student. Like you said, they can walk into your office. Anytime. You know, call, text, email, many, many different options of communication and, and faculty are always there. Absolutely. And that does not occur at a lot of schools. I, I, I have to say, I've had so many students tell me that, you know, hey, I've, I, since I've come here, I've gotten more feedback than I got the whole time I was at so-and-so school, you know, so on and so forth. So we do try to make sure our students know where they're going. We try to guide them uh, in a way. And like I say, uh, at the time, they might not even realize uh, it's the best thing for them. But then when it comes time to graduate and they're out there in the field looking for jobs, uh, they're like, wow, that that came in so uh, handy, or that was so important, you know, uh, to me that I learned in that class, or uh, that you, this class you asked me to take was so uh, useful in in my career, so on and so forth. That's the kind of feedback that 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 you know really really satisfies me uh, as a educator. I want to know that I've done good, you know. Absolutely, very rewarding. I would imagine when you do get that feedback. Yes, and being a Christ-centered leader, a servant leader, uh, you know, when you're when you're focused on that, uh, there's no better uh, reward uh, for a servant leader, especially a Christ-centered leader, leader, than someone who tells them that what they did positively positively impacted their life. Okay, again, we've been visiting with Dr. Tim Lauder here on the St. Leo 360 podcast. And Dr. Lauder, thank you so much for your time. Uh, it's been a true pleasure. Well, thank you, Greg. To hear more episodes of the St. Leo 360 podcast, visit stleo.edu forward slash podcast. To learn more about St. Leo's programs and services, call 877 877- 622-2009 or visit stleo.edu.